Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You guys, welcome to Resting Bitch Face. We're getting kind of consistent here, and I'm into it. This is like the third week in a row that I'm doing a podcast. I got my podcast bestie Justine here from the Shore Store Pod. Say hi. Hi. Thank you for having me back and asking me to do this episode with you. Absolutely. I love when we podcast together. It's so fun. So I'm excited. It's always a good time. We always end up talking about, I always end up thinking about something else when we finish recording together. So I love it. I know. I know. And it's funny because we usually talk for like 20 minutes before we even podcast. And so I've been trying to like make sure that we're recording the things we're talking about because it's like inst- interesting stuff. So I'm like, let's talk about our Christmases and and see. I, I want to know how your Christmas was. Did you spend time with family? Yeah, my um, brother and his wife and my nephew came over as well as my mom and my stepdad. So we just did like a non-traditional. We just had appetizers and had a couple drinks and just watched some TV and got caught up and my nephew ran around terrorizing my house. Um, He's cute and I love him, but I'm obviously like, he's so cute. I'm just like every, I love him. I love being around him. But as soon as he leaves, it's like, whew, I do not know how parents do that all the time. It's insane. Yeah, 24-7. It's crazy. Yeah. You always look so happy on, in the pictures on uh, Instagram and stuff when you have your nephew with you. It's so cute. Like, I can tell that you're the cool aunt. So that's really awesome. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully he still likes me as he gets older. We'll see. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be taking him to football games and all kinds of fun stuff. You guys yeah, will we'll probably see what be really he's good into. friends. Yeah. Yeah. What about see, like you? How was your Christmas? appetizers. Well, it was good. So um, I was like, I have been working my ass off. I'm waiting tables at a bar and restaurant and it has been so busy. And so, excuse me, usually I only work like four to six hours a day. And uh, but that entire time, you know how it is, like you're on your feet, you don't stop, like you're running back and forth the whole time. It's just physically exhausting. It's not a hard job. It's just physically tiring. And Mm -hmm. um, It's been crazy busy. So I was such a slacker and we didn't even put our Christmas tree up until uh, Christmas Eve. When you told me that, I was literally dying. I'm like, (laughs) why even bother at that point? You know, because for my kid, that's why, you know, Christmas, you got to. Yeah. So Christmas Eve, we um, we put up our tree. Actually, was it Christmas Eve? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, the day before Christmas Eve, maybe it was. It was one of those days. It was like right before Christmas. And um, then my kid went to a Christmas Eve party in the neighborhood with one of her friends. She went over there. And then, um, you know, I really I have to catch myself because I don't I haven't really talked about this, but my child is trans and has Mm -hmm. just come out. And so I really need to start remembering when I'm talking about him to refer to him as him. That's something I need to work on. So he went to 
a party in the neighborhood with one of his friends and they had a ton of fun and they did white elephant and all kinds of stuff. And he came home with like a big, a big case of ramen noodles because he loves ramen noodles. So um, that was fun. So then after we picked him up, we got everybody in the car. And when I say everybody, this is our tradition. We do both of the dogs, my husband, myself, my son, and his cat. We take the cat, we get everybody in the car, and then we go look at Christmas lights. And it is so fun. And that cat is so funny. This We've been doing this for the, like the last four or five years. The cat loves to go in the car and look really? at Christmas lights. It is the weirdest thing ever. That cat will look, will just put its paws up on the window and look at all the lights going by. It's so funny. And it doesn't freak out being in the car. It just sits oh in, in its lap. Yeah. So that's our tradition. We did that. And then um, across the street from our house is an outdoor mall and they do really beautiful decorations for Christmas. So we got out there, we we pull up in front of a couple of areas to take photos and we had some strangers take a picture of all of us, including the, both of the dogs, all three of us and the cat. In oh my front of God. The, Christmas, the giant <laughs> Christmas tree at the mall. And then uh, my husband and I took pictures in front of the, it says Merry Christmas. It's like a Merry Christmas background. So we did that. And then we came home and it was, it was fun. We, you know, the traditional Christmas music and, and putting the stuff on the tree. Like we just, it was, it was fun. But definitely next year, I want to put up the tree before Christmas Eve for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to do it the day after Thanksgiving. It did not happen that way at all. Yeah. I just have a little like four foot little tree Um, because before like I lived in a really small one bedroom condo. So it was kind of just like whatever. And it's like, why do I need a tree? Why do I even need a tree? You know, but I like doing it and I do mine like right after Halloween usually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So do you love Christmas? Are you a child at Christmas time? Because that's how I am. I don't really care for Christmas. I, um, I'm definitely a Halloween person for sure. Um, Christmas is fine. Like I like getting together with my family and stuff and having a couple drinks with everybody and all that. But like besides that, I, it's just – it stresses people out so much for yeah. like for like nothing. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, I like that everyone I love like gets time off work and – all that stuff. But that's um, nice. And I like New Year. Obviously, I like the start of a new year. It's like a fresh start every year. It's such a good feeling. Um, and yeah, so I like that part of it. But meh, besides that, I don't really care for it, to be honest. I know. It's kind of hard for us because our families aren't here. Like I have family in Las Vegas and Ryan has family in California. And so when it comes to putting together a Christmas dinner for the three of us, it just feels like so much work. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe next year we'll do something different. I like the idea of the appetizers and not doing like the ham and all that because you have the same meal the month before for Thanksgiving. It feels like all the same stuff. Twice in a row. Yeah. In, in Canada, our Thanksgiving is in October. So there's a little bit more time to okay. space it apart. And I, I, I missed the meal this year because no one in my family did it. And I'm not cooking that for that many people. So right. um, yeah. we didn't do it. So I, I miss it. But at the same time, like I, I don't really care that much. If I get it once a year, that's cool. What kind of appetizers did you guys do? 
Um, I did my buffalo chicken wing dip with different flavors of Tostitos. And um, my my brother did like a full nacho. And then my stepdad brought potato skins with like cheese and bacon. It was really good. Um, And then just like chips and stuff like that. That sounds good. Maybe we'll do something like that next year. Yeah, because then you can just – everyone can just, like, chill, do what they want. You can eat as much or as little as you want. It's not, like, a thing. And Maybe some, like, yummy meatballs or something or, like, bacon-wrapped jalapenos or something. Mm. Yeah. Steak bites maybe. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I'm going to try that next year because I I don't – plus I'm not really big on, like, the ham and the – like ham and we have mashed potatoes and corn any day. So why do I need to do like ham and mashed potatoes? It's not special. We also were thinking about like me, maybe filet mignon or something next year, because we ordered for my in-laws, we got them um, filet mignon from Omaha steaks and they sent us pictures when they made it. And it looked so fucking good, but that shit is so expensive. Like After, I think we got four eight ounce steaks or maybe even smaller, but I think we got four eight ounce steaks. And after the tax and the shipping cost, it was $135. (laughs) Like that is so much money. But you know, it's special. So it's Christmas. That was their Christmas present. So Mm -hmm. that was all right. But I don't know, maybe we'll do something special like that. I just don't, the stuff I usually make is just kind of boring and I'm not a great cook, so it's not really special anyways. So <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll make exactly. Ryan make steak. Yeah. Are you a good cook? No, I mean, no. <laughs> I cook and like my food's okay, but I just make like base basic stuff. I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a good cook, but I do like the appetizers and stuff like that for you know when we're like watching football and stuff like that but I and I like to bake but once again I'm not a good baker like I can bake cookies and boxed cake and stuff like that but (laughs) but my stuff is like the most basic recipes like don't ever ask me to do something special you know well and I swear there's something about the elevation because I feel like every time I try to make anything, it's a total failure because I can't figure out there's different techniques to cooking at a higher elevation. And you never find that in a recipe. You don't like I try to make cookies with my really. Yeah, this is something I never thought about. But on the housewives, Mm -hmm. they always blame like when they go to Vail and stuff or whatever, they always blame like, Oh, I, the reason I got so drunk was because of the elevation. Oh, yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. And so is elevation sickness and everything. Uh, if you're not used to it, like when I first moved here, it took me like a year to get used to working out at this elevation. It will kick your ass. But aren't you, you guys are, what's your elevation? Do you know? Mm, We're at no. 5280. We're at like a mile high here. I We're think a little like- bit higher than that where we live, but. I think like that's more for like other side of Canada, like Alberta, where mm-hmm. Amanda lives and stuff, because yeah. she's the same time zone as you, right? So, right. Yeah. 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 No, the elevation sickness will kick your ass. You get drunk faster at the higher elevation. Um, it definitely is a thing. And it's harder. It's different cook, like even different cooking times for your instant pot. Baking is different. Um, but in general, I'm just not a great cook and it just is what it is. Like I need to take cooking classes or something. I'm just not good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I can admit it. I'm just, that's just not something I'm good at. So 
Um, plus with me having such a tiny stomach and only being able to eat a little bit, it just feels really frustrating to spend hours cooking dinner when I can only have a few bites and then everyone around me is done in five minutes and it's over. And I don't know, just doesn't feel worth it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we are today, we're going to talk about the new 90 day fiance couples for before the 90 days. And we're just kind of going to talk about the couples overall and what's happened in the season so far. This last episode was so good. Mm -hmm. I So have you watched the different iterations of 90 Day Fiancé, the original, Before the 90 Days? Have you watched like the other way? What have you seen so far? I've never watched it in this format besides maybe like 20 minutes of an episode one time like at my brother's house or something. I've only ever watched clips on YouTube of like certain couples and then now the 90 day journey. So I've never watched it like from the beginning in this way before. So I'm loving it. Okay. Um, I love before the 90 days. It is so fun to watch people travel to other countries and to see different cultures and different experiences and different places. I, this is probably my favorite version of 90 day fiance. And so, and these couples are a trip, um, I'm really enjoying this season so far. So I guess let's start with um, Kim and Soja Boy. Now, do you know anything about Soja Boy? Because he's been on the show before. No, just from what you've told me. Okay. I definitely am going to need you. If there is a 90-day journey of Usman and baby girl Lisa, I need you to watch that. Is Do you know okay. if they have that one yet? I have Lisa no idea, but I will I will check as soon as we're done recording. Girl, 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 girl. You gotta watch that because he was on the show before with another older woman, white woman from America. And that was a shit show disaster of a season. It was so good. So you gotta watch that. So Kim and Usman. Kim is 50 from San Diego. Usman is 32 from Nigeria. He refers to himself as an international superstar and King Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Kim is a super fan. She absolutely saw him on the last season of 90 Day, uh, before the 90 Days. There's no way she would have any idea who this guy was otherwise. And she messaged him as a fan on Instagram and he replied and they talked as friends and now they're talking as a little bit more. She They refer to her as his potential girlfriend. Uh, Yeah. What are your thoughts on this couple so far? I love her. I think she is so funny. I love that Uh she, you know, wears, has the iron on t-shirt with, you know, the the t-shirts you can make yourself with the iron on. So she has that one. And then I love when she goes to pick him up from the airport, she puts on the pink one. Like she's, uh, She's switching them around. It's just, I think that's so funny. And yeah. I th- and I thought it was hilarious when his, were they his friends or like his manager and his agent they, or whatever I those two guys like were? One like might be a social media guy or something. They're like his, um, like his great value version of entourage, I guess. Yes. I'm kind of assuming. <laughs> I love when they called her super fan and she got so offended. She's like, I'm more than just a fan. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he, he's not really – he did defend her, but he's not really saying that she's more than a fan either. And, girl, when she bought him the gifts <gasps> – Oh, my God. 
that well, was hold like on one second. Let's rewind for one second. Cause like, okay, first of all, Kim seems like a wonderful person. She takes care of her sick mother. She just seems like a good person in general. Um, yeah, I love seeing met... her with her friends and stuff. Like she yeah. seems like she'd be like someone really easy to get along with, you know? Like she's older than me, but I feel like I'd be friends with her. Like I'd yeah. go to dinner with her and hang out with her. She seems very sweet. Totally. Um, she's absolutely delusional for thinking this is going to be any type of a relationship, but she's sweet. Um, now, when they met in person, did you think that there was any chemistry there? Do you think that he liked her? Mm, no, I think that he no. I think he saw what he was expecting to see. He didn't right. look overly happy and he didn't look disappointed either. He he knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, in my opinion, she is an upgrade, definitely an upgrade from his ex-wife, baby girl, Lisa. OK. Uh, she's more attractive. She seems more classy. She seems more kind. Um, we'll see all of this unfold, of course, as the season goes on. But I think she's definitely better all around. Mm -hmm. um, now, it was absolutely absurd when he told she does look 50. OK, she looks her age and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with looking your age. But he actually said to the camera and on to her that she looks more like she's like 31 or 32. And I'm like. Oh, you are so full of shit. Give me a fucking break. Like, I'm 34. Don't don't even tell me that this woman looks younger than me. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, she definitely what looks a liar. her age for sure. Yeah. And that's fine. It's totally, like, cool to look your age. That's normal and, and natural. But, like, come on. Give me a break. He knows what he's now, doing. Oh, yeah. He absolutely does. He wants to be on the show. This show really launched him into you know, worldwide, people know who he is now. Like, they wouldn't have had any idea who this guy was. So he absolutely wanted a second season. And This, to me, is another I hate reality TV not breaking the fourth wall that I always talk about because they never mentioned that he was on the show before. Like, I would have never known that if you never told me, you know what I mean? So oh, see, that's just, crazy. just the fact that they're referring to him as, like, this famous singer whatever he's supposed to be right and and they never even said like oh I my past like they did say his past relationship didn't work out but they never showed like pictures or said the should name I of the girl or anything or... yeah yeah nothing. they should have done flashbacks yeah flashbacks that yeah yeah um so uh, we get to the hotel when they get to the hotel she has purchased or she's staying in the honeymoon suite the the most expensive suite in the hotel and there's like rose petals everywhere and like ta like hand towel swans and random stuff and she is telling the camera in her interview that she's hoping she can convince him to stay with her and that he wants to convince her to be in a relationship with her which is so uncomfortable because I feel like if a man was saying the same things or acting the same way, trying to convince a woman to stay or be in a relationship with him, people would be losing their minds. It'd be crazy. Yes. Yes. Totally agree with that. And when he came to the room, because he's like, I'll come to the room and I'll see your room. But remember, I'm staying in my own room. And she was just like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully I can convince him. You know, she puts a little bit of lip gloss on her pink T-shirt, <sighs> whatever. 
And then he even says to her, like, honeymoon, you do know usually the honeymoon comes after the wedding and we're not even a couple yet. And yeah. she's like, no, I know, I know. And it's, it was, it was just sad. It's definitely a desperation that comes off of her, which is sad because, you know, she's getting older and she's probably not wanting to spend the rest of her life alone. You know how women, we can get freaked out about our age and, um, and she sees this as a huge opportunity and he's so full of shit. He's just probably telling her all kinds of bullshit behind the scenes. And it's really sad. I feel, I feel for her. I just kind of want to hug her and be like, you can find a really great man in your town that's your age that you can grow old with and have like a really comfortable, happy life. Yes, yes, yes. This woman absolutely totally could possible. find like a nice older man that like would like grandpa. laugh with her. Yeah. 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 Maybe he's divorced. Maybe his wife passed away or whatever. He's done raising children. Like, that is a total possibility. There's billions of people out there. I mean, this is not it. This is not going to work. Oh, man. Um, okay, can we talk, talk about, about these the gifts? gifts? Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's talk about the gifts. Yeah, go for Okay, it. so she gets him a new MacBook Pro. He said his broke, which is obviously fucking bullshit. You obviously never had one to begin with. That's, that's <laughs> right. how I took it. And uh -huh. then she also got him a PS5, which at one point were super hard to get your hands on. And I don't know They're how much... They're still hard to get your hands on. Yeah, I don't know exactly how much that costs, um, but... They're like 500. It depends. Like if you get um if you get a no disc version, it's like 400. If you get the version with the disc, it's like 500. Uh my husband has one. He got so lucky getting one um a few months ago, but they're still really hard to find. People are still selling them for like 800 to $1000 when they have them. Jesus. So yeah. how much money in gifts is this between the two? Um, this was at least 3000 because so I have a 2015 MacBook Pro and I paid $2,200 for that in 2015. Okay. And I was looking recently at maybe upgrading or something. And they're like $2,500, $2,600. It is so expensive. It, it's insane. Jesus. It's like at least $3,000 worth of, of gifts. It's an absolutely absurd thing to do. Now, if she would have brought him just the PlayStation, I would have been like, that's really cool. That's a nice gift. But holy shit. It's yeah. It's crazy. I agree with that. I think it was a little overboard and way too much. They're, they are meeting in the middle, correct? Because it, this isn't his country, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely not in the middle. It's definitely. But it's closer to him. Oh, yes. Much, much closer to him. Um, He's just going there to shoot the mu music video. So that's why she met him there. He's the one that should have brought her a gift because she's it's his music video. He's the one that invited her. He should have yeah. had and she brought him flowers to the airport, uh -huh. too. And that killed me when she asked the driver, like, you know, if a, if a girl brought you flowers, would you be weirded out? And the driver straight up told her, yes, yes, I yeah. would be weirded out. <laughs> But she's. Still I know did I would it. never buy a man flowers. It seems so strange to me. Yeah, totally. So yeah. yeah, he's the one that should have been bringing her gifts. It was just way too much. And when mm -hmm. you know, and it's one of those like, 
we, me and you always talk about this, that every single girl has been there that it's like, maybe if I do this, then he'll like me, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the vibes that she's giving off. Like and when she's he told trying her, to like, earn it. Yeah. He's like, listen, like, even though you got me this, I'm still staying in my own room. She was like, oh, well, I, I kind of figured, but I, I figured I'd give it a shot. It was like so heartbreaking. Ugh. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It, I, it is definitely a secondhand embarrassment type of situation. Um, I, I just, what do you think overall? You think this is going to work out? Do you think they're going to get married or anything? Hell no. But <laughs> I, this, this is probably the couple that I'm most excited for, for the rest of their season to see what goes on. Um, just yeah. the, the super trailer. Um, I loved how it showed her on the set of the music video, yelling at everyone to get their shit together. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Oh, I can't wait to see that shit. And then like, he's getting like, he's like covered in baby oil, like getting rubbed down from some hot chick behind him. And she's like, you need to get your energy up. You need to like pep it up a little bit. I'm like, oh my god it's like a dance mom's crossover like yes wow yes wow and it seems like this is like I said I'm new to this franchise but this kind of seems like a continuing theme with the begging for sex and the one person Mm -hmm. most of the time it's the man that doesn't want to have sex with the woman and they come up with any excuse in the book whether it's their religion or whatever as in his Mm -hmm. culture um yeah so so they showed that that's going to happen between the two of them, which I'm not surprised. And I, I'm really excited. She's like in her like old lady Moo laying in the bed <laughs> next to him with a glass of wine. Like, why don't you want to have sex with me? It's like, oh, my God. I mean, my I don't grandma get why you... used to dress like that around the house. <laughs> I like that he, I don't know, I wonder if he's going to eventually be like, yes, we are a couple, or if he's going to stick with this, like, we're just friends. I don't know if he's ever going to accept the couple uh, name, unless she's sending him money when she's in the U.S. I don't see the upside of it. I just feel like he just wants to be on another season to really, like, boost his notoriety. So I don't know if he'll ever say that they're in a relationship to keep those options open what about this zara chick that he wrote the song about she's like super beautiful Mm -hmm. and she's also american and someone i was listening to another podcast and they said that because they showed her face um she's probably going to be on the show because they didn't have to blur her so she didn't they show the the preview for her for next week is she the one that they're meeting up with at the i didn't know if that was her or if that was I didn't know if that was her or if that was the girl. No, because she's American. Okay. Um, so I thought that that was just the girl that was the lead in the music video. Oh, okay. Okay. I right. See. So I don't know, but we'll see. Like, it, And the whole thing with Zara was, oh, she's beautiful. She's his age. She's American. She's all these things that he wants, but he couldn't stop talking to fans on Instagram. It's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I don't it's know. Everything I'm you really... want, you want a hot chick, and you want to be in America. So, like, keep it in your pants and stay off of Instagram for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to <laughs> see what goes down. But I'm really excited for them. She is so fun yeah. to watch, and I just can't wait. So it's going to be a fun disaster. I'm excited. Yes. All right, let's talk um, Caleb and Alina. Caleb is 28 from Chandler, Arizona. Alina is 27 from St. Petersburg, Russia. Um, Alina is fucking stunning. She is beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a badass. I think they said she's three feet tall. Um, she has some, so she has a form of dwarfism, and she has some abnormalities with her thing, with her hands and her feet, which can make it difficult for her to walk. So she does use a wheelchair a lot of the time. Um, it looks like she has to have custom shoes made just because of the way that her feet are are formed. Um, I yeah, did notice it that. Like it. Yeah, I yeah, like custom shoes. But she's very independent. She travels. She drives her own car. Like she's takes care of herself for a lot of the a lot of her her everyday life. She also has a roommate and best friend named Elijah. He does seem to help her a lot with a lot mm-hmm. of different things. So he seems like a good friend. And then you know Caleb's just like this. I think he's kind of douchey. I don't find him attractive at all, but. He's kind of like this douchey dude from Arizona. They met on the interwebs 13 he's years like ago. He's like weird hipster uh, emo guy kind of. Yeah. he's he's Oh, and he does like tarot cards and he meditates on his spirituality or whatever. He's just a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Now I'm going to get reviews about from all my Careful. tarot card listening. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I have to tell you that uh, me and Amanda had a whole conversation about being careful yesterday. I'll tell you about that later. (laughs) Careful. I know. Um, So, yeah, so he's kind of douchey. She's awesome. She's a a model. She's an independent woman. And they met on the interwebs. I love saying interwebs. They met on the interwebs 13 years ago. Do you think they met on MySpace? Or how did they say they met? Did they say? 13 i feel like myspace was more than 13 years ago at this point oh my god Um, i feel so old i know know. you're right i know i've been listening to a lot of like uh music that i was into when i was in like high school and stuff like like Uh real emo shit and Uh i was thinking about that i'm like fuck this music is so old it's almost Um, 20 years old yeah this would this probably was like early facebook days or um okay Maybe could have been MySpace, but with Who like knows? her in Russia and him in Arizona, I just don't really know. I'm not sure, but they met online, and apparently they've been talking that whole time, which is crazy to me. I have a question meeting, about them. Sure, yeah. Did she tell him right off the bat that she was a little person, careful, or did? Did she like reveal it later on? Because if you just see her from like her head up, like in her talking heads when they have it like more zoomed in, you would honestly never know. You would never know. I know. I wondered the same thing. I don't think. think Did they they touch on that? that. Okay. I don't think so. But yeah, I totally agree. If you just saw her from even if you saw her from like chest up, you would have no idea that she was a little person. Um, Her face and everything is very proportionate um from that area and really the only way that you see it is in her hands and then you know in her legs when you see and she's only three feet tall so that's pretty it's pretty amazing that everything is so proportionate um I don't know if she did tell him that I'm assuming that maybe it's not a conversation you want to have with every person you ever talk to all the time and maybe they talked for a little while before it was addressed I'm not sure Especially if you think you're never really going to meet somebody, then it's like, why even bother bringing it up? Yeah. Um, but he is aware of her. Uh, well, she's 
seems to have tried to explain to him her abilities and everything. Um, but I get the feeling that she wasn't as clear about it as she could have been because he seems really caught off guard by some things and kind of shocked at the amount of help that she's going to need. What do you think? Yeah. When he met her, it's, it honestly felt like they had been talking for a week, not 13 yeah. years. Like when they kept saying, we've known each other for 13 years, I'm like, are they saying 13 years? Because it did not feel like that at all when they met in person. Right. Yeah, there didn't seem to be really a spark. And I felt bad for her because she had this excitement going to pick him up from the airport. And um, she's hoping for that fairy tale. That is definitely a theme in all 90 days. It's all wanting the fairy tale. And I can completely understand that feeling because that's how I felt before I moved across the country to marry a man I'd never met who was in the military and was coming home from his deployment. I, I mm-hmm. felt the same way. I was wanting that fairy tale and that crazy story to tell our kids one day. So I can totally relate to people feeling this way. But unfortunately, it can be kind of a letdown when you have so much built up and you're so excited and then you meet in person and you're meeting someone who's been traveling for like 20, 30 hours. They've been on and off the plane. They're exhausted. They probably feel like they smell bad. They need a shower. They're tired. And then, as he says, she's smaller than he expected, which wasn't probably the right thing to say. But it it wasn't that spark like she was hoping for. And it was sad. It yeah. was sad. Yeah, I agree. I it, Maybe it would have been a little different if he had gone to the hotel and then they met up the next day or something so that right. he could meet her after he'd slept and gotten a shower and everything. But it seemed mm-hmm. like, I don't know if this is going to sound bad to say careful, but I, I can only be honest. It felt like when he saw her and when he was like helping her into the car and stuff, something like clicked in his head that's like this was a mistake like I'm not ready for this you know because yeah you can, you can like love a person's personality and think that everything is going to be all great but actually being there and doing it is a completely different story oh yeah and I, I feel like even if she did explicitly explain to him what her abilities were or what she was going to need help with yeah it's different um, once you're actually doing it Yes, exactly. And Ryan and I were talking about this and I was like, could you, I was like, could you be in a relationship with a little person? Like, and I, I said, I couldn't like, or even to start a relationship with someone who has different abilities and is going to need a lot of help in their life. I think it's really hard to start a relationship that way. I think if you are in a relationship or in a marriage for a few years and maybe someone is in an accident or something happens and now your life has kind of changed and you adapt to that and you can help them through life, that's one thing. But when you're used to having your, quote, normal existence and then you start a relationship with someone who completely needs a different type of help or and it requires a lot of adjusting, that can be a lot of shock at one time. That can be a lot to take on. So I don't know. I don't really see this relationship working out. Um, I think that he's 
a lot of people have said that he's an asshole and he's selfish and he's this and he's that. And I don't think that's fair. I think that it's not his responsibility. He doesn't have to take on these responsibilities. And if he chooses not to, that doesn't make him a bad person. I don't think that's fair. It doesn't make him a bad person if he chooses not to take on the responsibilities. Um, but I imagine it could be very hard to adjust to a situation like this. Yes, what do you think? For sure. Um yeah, they have kind of everything going against them between, first of all, mm -hmm. living in different countries, like yes. on the other ends living of the world. The world. Yeah. And then also the fact that she has like all of this, needs all this help, sorry. And it also seems like maybe it was just how the trailer was edited, but it seems like the storyline with them is kind of going to be like, he's not very happy about her friend slash roommate being around all the time. Um, mm -hmm. he feels maybe like threatened by him or something like that. So they kind of have everything going against them. Uh, it seemed like he wasn't interested in being physical with her at all, which she was with him. And that's another thing that would be different if you know what mm -hmm. I mean, being physical with a little person if you've never have. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Which, that again, he doesn't just... make you a bad person. It just means, like, you don't know, like, how is the mechanics of this going to work? I'm not sure. And you don't want to offend someone or hurt their feelings, but you don't quite know how it would work if you were physical together. Yeah. I don't think that makes him a bad person. I think he's just nervous and he doesn't want to hurt her feelings and he doesn't know how. And I, I, I feel I like I need, need to, to be see... a little easier. Yeah, I feel like I need to see more of them together till I mm -hmm. really decide if I think he's an asshole or not. Because I think at right. this point, from what we've seen, he's still like A, in shock and B, like you said, just exhausted from all the traveling. So yeah, I, I need I need to see more because maybe he gets better. Maybe he adjusts. Maybe he does become a complete asshole. But they said that he was the one in charge of booking this hotel room and it was on the right. second floor and no elevator. And he even said, like, you know, I've never even had to think about if a hotel I'm booking is wheelchair accessible, which, yes, is a fair point. But at the same time, it's like, that was a weird looking hotel. Like, that, was, that wasn't like a Comfort Inn or a Hilton or something like that. You know, it was like... Well, I don't know what the hotels are like in Turkey. That's I mean, true. But this maybe was that's like, the norm. Yeah. Yeah, this was like a house with stairs. It was like a bed and breakfast almost looking place. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just weird that he would book that, but I don't know. I don't know. So I, I don't feel so upset with him about that. A lot of people are very upset with him. But when you live in the U.S., you have the American Disabilities Act. And so you just assume that any place with two stories or more is going to be accessible because that's how it is in the U.S. It's required that you have an elevator or ramp or something. So I understand how that would not even occur to you that if a hotel has more than one, one um, story, that obviously it's going to have a way for a wheelchair to get up. I get that he wouldn't think about that. So I don't yeah. think that makes him an asshole either. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't either, but damn, that that's bad. That that's Yeah, bad. and then he like had to carry her up the stairs and like 
And I felt so bad for her in the car ride over there. She was just she like liked gazing it, though, into when his he, eyes. She liked when he carried her up the stairs, though. And her talking head, oh, she's yeah. like, I thought it was very sweet. It's like, it oh, that's sweet. cute. Well, and so there was a couple of moments of like sexual tension when they were sitting on the bed and they were just like staring into each other's eyes. And uh, she said something about a, being a friend. And he was like, you think I came all this way because we're friends? And I was like, oh, they're definitely going to make out now. I thought that it was for sure going to happen. Same. It was like such a fun tension moment. I was like, oh, my God, I feel it over here. And then it, he just like shut it down, was like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep now. I think he yeah. just doesn't know what to do with her and he doesn't want to hurt her feelings or ask questions. I think he's just uncomfortable and tired. Or hurt her physically. Yeah, like, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. So I don't know. And like he's I on said, camera. For yeah. the world to see. And he probably doesn't want to say the wrong thing. Careful. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot going on here. I have to see more of him. I'm excited to see his dynamic with the friend. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to just see how he. Just how he treats her in general. Because then we'll get the real idea. If he's actually going to be a douchebag about it. Or if he's going to try his best. So we'll see. But. Mm -hmm. It was weird that he didn't even kiss her or anything. Like, at least give her a little peck. Like, come on. Well, maybe he's not sure how he feels and he doesn't want to lead her on or I don't know. I feel bad for him because I feel like people are so harsh on him and it's just not as black and white as people are thinking it is. Wait, so the friend came to the hotel with her. Yes, he just didn't go to the airport with right. her. Okay, so the right. friend. So, so in, in the, the morning, the friend is going to be there. I don't know if they're staying in the same room or if the friend now has his own hotel room. I think that might be the situation that the friend stayed the first night because she needed help getting off the bed and stuff like that. And then now that Caleb is there, uh, he's going to be helping her with those things. So he will stay with her and Elijah will stay in another room is what I'm okay. guessing. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. How about... um? Gino and Jasmine. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Where do we begin? <laughs> this is, um, I mean, she's like another Anfisa, honestly. She is, but she actually likes him. I don't know why. It's pretty crazy. Um, Gino's 51 from Canton, Michigan, and Jasmine's 34 from Panama City, Panama. Wow. Um, she is definitely wild. She is a wild one. Uh, he is a nerd. He's an automotive engineer. That was very so nice of you money. to describe her as wild. She's crazy. Let's just. I would have said psycho crazy. She is bat shit crazy. <laughs> this woman is crazy. Careful. Yeah, careful. But she is, though. <laughs> wow. You um, know he fucking loves it, though. Yes, because this I can guarantee you it. no one has ever been jealous over anything Gino is doing. Like, he's not a smooth guy. He looks like an average 50-year-old guy. I mean, he's balding. He's terrified to take his hat off. I would say he's which, the below he below average, but yes. Okay. He's a below <laughs> average 50-year-old man. 
Um, I don't understand why she's so crazy jealous over him. It's pretty crazy. So like in the first episode or one of the first episodes, he's going to pick up some food from a restaurant and she makes him FaceTime her as she goes or, you know, video chat as he's in the restaurant asking the waitress for his food or whatever. And he has to show jasmine the waitress at the restaurant it's absurd it's crazy wow i just can't imagine what is what a shitty life it would be to be that paranoid all the time that your man can't even go pick up food at a restaurant why is this woman like this like this is very very strange we didn't really get any background on her relationships or anything that would make this make sense. Um, it's just strange nobody, that she's like that with trying him. to get Gino. Exactly. It's not like she's dating fucking Channing Tatum over here. She's dating fucking <laughs> Gino. So it's like, it's, it's, Gino it's very bizarre. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, this woman is above average for oh, any yeah. man. For any man, she's, she's beautiful. She's stunning. Her body is unreal. She, mm-hmm. you know, she's got the long hair extensions and the fake boobs and the long fingernails and all that stuff. And she looks great. And it's like, so why are you? It's weird. Does she? I feel like she kind of like knows what she's doing, maybe with him because, yeah, maybe she just knows what she's doing and she just knows that he's gonna like that. I don't know. Maybe she just wants the control and she wants him to fucking worship her and never look at another like another woman. Like maybe she's just getting that all set up at the beginning because I I looked at Ryan and I was like, these are the crazy bitches that have men falling over them to get to her. It's true. Isn't there anything for her? Isn't there a book called Why Men Love Why Bitches? Why Men Love Bitches. I've yes. read it and it's fantastic. You have? And it should be required reading for any woman. Absolutely. Okay. I have it somewhere. Um, I'm pretty sure I had the the text version and then I have it on Kindle. So I can probably loan it to you if you want to read it. And people will probably be pissed about it, but I fucking love that book. I think it is fantastic. And it's not even about being a bitch. It's about being independent and having your own stuff going on and not like waiting around by the phone and setting boundaries. It's about like saying, no, I can't have a date with you tomorrow. It's Thursday. I have prior commitments so that a man will think before and not try to go last minute on a date with you. It's all about like boundaries and women empowerment and taking care of yourself and not letting men walk all over you it's an abs it's a great book it really is good um but yeah she's kind of i mean other than the fact that she's crazy i don't know i feel like she's just setting a foundation for him to worship her and for her to have complete control over the situation and maybe that works for both of them i'm not sure yeah and maybe it's some sort of sexual fetish thing that ties into it because she said that she's a very sexual person and he's obviously extremely nervous about that because you can tell this guy has 
this guy's probably a virgin. Like, let's be honest. Um, he <laughs> I don't probably think he's has. A vir- he was married for seven years. I don't oh, think he's oh, a virgin. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I wasn't thinking about that. Okay, he so had a he's Brazilian had, wife for seven years. He's probably had very little experience. Um, yeah, probably only been with like three or four women his whole life. Even even if he like pr- might have like a decent size on him um <laughs> you, you can tell that he's got little to no experience so right. um yeah. yeah so yeah yeah she knows what she's doing I guess but just the fact that she got upset with him for tipping the waitress Ooh, I was like was man crazy. I would be upset if I was on a date with a guy and they didn't tip the waitress you know what I mean mm-hmm. that was that was upsetting. well and I understand it's not always customary and different um in different, I can see somebody's husky got out and they're like running down the <gasps> down the road right now. Oh my god! Huskies are freaking escape artists. I swear to God, they can escape out of anything. Oh, well, crap. Um, I'll post about it on the neighborhood page and somebody will come get it. <laughs> uh just running down the yard playing sniffing stuff i love huskies but god they're pain (laughs) anyways um i can see that out the window from my office so uh what were we saying um it might not be customary to tip in other places but i would argue that with panama city is a very tourist place like i Mm -hmm. i've never been there but i have i have tons of friends that have been there and and have been there multiple times like it is a place where tourists go so i'm assuming that they are used to getting tips from tip yes yeah so um that's what i was thinking and i think that even if they were in the u.s she would have acted the same way oh probably and i um i was listening to 90 day fiance cray cray and they were saying that they were researching and that it is it is pretty common for tipping in Panama and again like you said this is a touristy area they expect Americans to tip because Americans are tippers and um, I was a little offended when he said that if somebody's a really good server you tip them 15 percent I'm like barf that is such a cheap tip Um, 20 percent is what you should tip yeah but whatever. But at least he was tipping in general. And she's like, you have something going on with the waitress. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's you should tip someone for good service. It's like, wow. And she's like, I stopped listening to you five minutes ago. Do whatever you want. She's fucking crazy. Yes. Crazy. But I don't know. I think he likes it. I think I think no one has ever been jealous over anything Gino was ever doing because he's Gino. And I get that because I like when Ryan's a little bit jealous too now because nobody was anybody I've ever been with um, when I was really overweight. Like nobody ever really worried about me, what I was doing or where I was. I never got hit on or anything. And now I do. And I like that little tinge of jealousy. It means that you care. But she takes that to a whole new level. Like she's off the charts. She's crazy. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between – being a little jealous and being a fucking psycho bitch like her um but this guy was excited you know he bought his blue pills as he calls them (laughs) and uh man then he didn't take it watching them in the bed together making out was very 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 uncomfortable she was like so comfortable like whatever and he 
he like wasn't opening his mouth when he was kissing her. Oh, it was so hard to watch. He won't take his hat off. Okay, so she come. They're in the hotel room, and even after this argument that they had, uh, she still wants to have sex with him. Um, she's in this like sexy red lacy teddy, obviously lingerie, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, it's just my pajamas," and I was like. I looked at Ryan. I looked down at myself. (laughs) I was in like a baggy hoodie and like sweatpants that are two sizes too big. And I was like, sorry. (laughs) I was like, this is what you get. Like, (laughs) yeah. And um, realistic, though. Nobody sleeps in that shit. Give me a break. No, it's awful. No. Um, so she's all sexy and she wants to have sex and he's like saying, oh, I need to charge my phone. Hold on. I need to charge my phone. And he says that he doesn't want to shower. I cannot stand this. Like you bitches that get out of prison and you bitches that travel 30 hours, get your fucking ass in the shower. I know you smell bad. Yes. He didn't want to shower. He could have gotten the shower. He could have taken the blue pill, gotten the shower, spent some time getting clean and then been ready to go when he got out. Yes. Duh. Yes. Instead, he's worrying about, like, charging his phone, doesn't want to shower, and won't take his hat off. What a fucking weirdo. The hat thing. Did they have sex? Probably not. If he did having sex with someone who traveled that long and didn't shower and won't take their hat off. (laughs) The hat thing, though, all I could think about was, like, hat fishing. Like, has a guy ever hat fished you? (laughs) No, but I always know, like, there's always a couple things that you can look for when you're online dating and stuff. If none of their pictures have them without a hat, they're probably partially bald. Um, If they're never smiling in any of the pictures, they probably have missing teeth or something. And if none of their pictures are actually pictures of them, they're like of their cars or their dogs or their whatever, they're probably not attractive. Okay, These are the, the three things that you the, know. The bald thing, yes, because I've known tons of guys who I've taken off their hat, drunk, whatever, playing around with them, and noticed that they were bald and felt fucking stupid and awful after. So that's like, that's definitely a thing. It's um, a thing. It's definitely a thing. And also, but however, my ex-boyfriend who had literally like the thickest nicest fucking hair ever I always like laugh and I'm like he actually hat fished me because even though he had hair and stuff like he just looked so much hotter with his hat on and I remember the first time I saw him like without it I was like oh my god like he's only hot when he's wearing the hat you know but (laughs) well at least he could turn it around backwards that was probably pretty hot too (laughs) yeah but like I don't know. I feel like that was a hot fish kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, yeah. It definitely happens. It's a thing. It is a thing. I don't know. I don't think they had sex, but I would be pretty grossed out if I knew that they did. She must really want to get to America because I, yeah. But they legitimately seem like they really are into each other with the baby talk and stuff. It's so gross. Yeah. I just think that – I don't know. I think that um, they probably could be happy together. Like, I, for some fucked up reason, I can see this working out. I know. It's gross, but I agree. Ugh. They might be perfect for each other. They're just both gross and crazy. So, hey, perfect match. Yeah. Um, 
This person is probably my favorite. Well, I don't know. I really love Alina, but Memphis. I have so much respect for Memphis. She mm. comes from a really difficult background. She was in and out of foster. I mean, she was in tons of foster families. Um, her mother was a drug addict. She didn't have a father growing up. I mean, in different families, different homes. And she's a divorced single mom of two. She's 34 years old from Muskegon, Michigan. And she, I mean, as a single mom of two, put herself through school and is a a nurse practitioner, which I believe means that she can write prescriptions and stuff. Like it's, you can go to more schooling and become a doctor from there. So I have so much respect for her. That is really hard. So she did the, all of that good stuff. She's 34. Hamza is 28. He's from Tunisia. And they, let's see, how did they meet? I'm not sure. How, I think they met maybe on an international dating site, but they've been spending months doing daily texts and video chats, and she's traveling to meet him. What do you think about this couple? Ooh, um, <laughs> I don't know what to think because he is similar culture to Azen where it's like the, you know, the mom reminded him, uh, you know, when she gets here, you guys aren't allowed to sleep in the same room. There's none of that. And it seems like, um, all Memphis wants is that part of it. Like she just, she is an independent woman. Like you just said, she doesn't need mm-hmm. anything else from any guy. Obviously it would be him, the one that's benefiting that way from it. Um, but it seems like that's all she kind of does want is the affection and that aspect of it. So I'm, I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. I feel awful for her because she, even though she has all these great things going for her, you can just tell that, her self-esteem is so low. Like you yeah, can just Yeah, she's very insecure and she even and, mentions that. Yeah, she, she says even that. Yeah, she even admits it and you can just like feel that energy off of her when you're watching her that it's like am I going to be good enough for him and it's like no, sweetie, like you're good enough for him. Like oh, is yeah, he good, good enough, enough for, for you? And uh Well, when his friend was driving him to the airport too, didn't he also say to him like, I'm so proud of you for getting out of this country? Like, because mm-hmm. they're planning to get married, are they not? Um, Well, she sounds like she's ready to get married in like a week after meeting him. And then he seems like he's not so sure. The thing about this couple is unlike Nicole and Azen, these two are on an equal playing field. They're both attractive. Mm-hmm. They're both, cl- they're close to the same age. Um, but they don't. They both but, seem like good people. But they, he doesn't even speak English. They don't even speak the That's same true. language. So I want to know how their, That's true. how their communication went. Like, how do you, how do you even quote unquote fall in love with somebody who you don't even speak the same language as? I don't understand how that's even possible. Well, they've got to be using some kind of a messaging app that is translating between the two of them. But so, it's never the same. Like things get lost in translation. Like right. you can you can't like rely on that fully. I agree. I keep forgetting that they don't speak the same language. <laughs> it's insane. Mean, because the that, way they talk about each other, it's insane. Yeah. Um I just love her. 
I think she I I it makes me sad that she's so insecure because it's like you are beautiful and smart and determined and hardworking and you are obviously a good mom. You work so hard to rise above your circumstances and provide better for your kids. Like I have so much admiration for her and it really breaks my heart that she's so insecure. Yeah, um, I agree with this- you. It's like any American guy would be fucking lucky to have her. And oh, yeah. And she's looking and Hamza, for love in literally all the wrong places. So I agree. Yeah. And, and Hamza, like, it seemed like his his home was m- above middle class or middle class. Or it was a very nice home. Um, the vehicle that his friend was driving him to the airport in was very nice. Like, the, seems like they're like financially okay. He does say that I was actually shocked that his mother was divorced that his parents were divorced. You just don't see that a lot in these countries. And you don't see the father at all. Um, the mother, he what broke my heart is she's basically got like a scarlet letter on her because she's divorced. And he said that it's really hard for her to find a job. Like she's been turned down jobs just because she's divorced. That she, He said that she has lost her value because she's divorced. That is absolutely heartbreaking because I can guarantee that the husband has not lost his value because he's divorced. It's yeah, awful. It it whenever I watch these shows or I think about that, it makes me feel so blessed, so lucky to live where I live. And like same with you, mm-hmm. you know, we live in countries where, you know, for for most parts we do get equal rights as men but like I even remember because every year like the WWE goes to Saudi Arabia and I remember it was a big deal when they let the women wrestle there and then I remember they were the one time they celebrated women were finally allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia Mm -hmm. and this was just like last year and I'm like that's insane. Like, imagine not being allowed to get your driver's license just because you're a woman. Like, I know. Just doesn't it just make you feel so lucky that you live where you live? You know, I do. I do. And I I do have an issue with, um, you know, I I love feminism. I think I actually have I've got as I've gotten older, I'm, I've become more of a fan of feminism. But I think where they go wrong is, um, oh, God, careful, careful. Um, <laughs> I think where a lot of people go wrong is they don't see how blessed we are to live in a, a in countries like this where we are free and we are safe. There's actually a woman at my gym that's from the Middle East. Um, she was a trainer and she's gone to another gym, but she's from the Middle East and she was so, so fucking happy to be blessed to be in the U.S. because she said, you know, over where I'm from, I wouldn't be allowed to get a divorce. And if I got a divorce, I would be like stoned or something like it is still so barbaric in some of these areas and she's like here I have my own life and I have a career and I have equal rights and it's just not like that in so many places and a lot of people don't realize how lucky they are to be safe and to be equal here in some Um, countries obviously we can always move forward but there's a lot of really scary things happening to women all over the world yeah, in some countries it's legal f- still for the husband to rape his wife because you're mm-hmm. legally his property. He's allowed to do whatever he wants with you. Like that's that's messed up. So I I, I mean, totally still agree like, with you. There's still like genital mutilation going on in yeah. countries. Like it's just there's so much going on and it's heartbreaking and 
I think that we should count our blessings when it comes to all that. Um, so you can't like, so when you think about it like that, you can't like truly hate on these people for wanting to c- c- go to a different country and try to like better their lives. Like maybe no. they're going about it obviously the wrong way, some of them, but, but you can't hate right. on them for wanting that. I would do the same thing. I mean, I would, I would try to find somebody that I was compatible with, that I could have a successful relationship with. I wouldn't just try to pick anybody who would take me and then like kind of break their heart when I got my green card. Mm -hmm. So I try to go about it a little bit of a different way, but I absolutely understand it. And nine times out of 10, what I'm saying is if it's a mutually beneficial situation, then who cares? Even if it's a younger woman, a younger hot woman and an older rich man, you know, he wants a young, hot wife and she wants to be taken care of. And if that works for them and it's beneficial for both, I don't care. Yeah. Do what you want to do. That's fine. Exactly. Um, so whatever. I mean, I, but when it comes to like Memphis and Hamza, obviously the, the communication is going to be an issue here, but I do think they did seem like they had some chemistry when they met in person. But he's only 28 and to expect him to move across the world and then become a father to your children and that you're going to get married in a week is definitely flawed thinking. Absolutely. Yes. He can't even talk to your kids. I don't like he can't have a conversation yeah. with them. Yeah, that's Ugh. that's kind of the one thing that I don't really like about her is that she's bringing her kids into the whole situation. Yeah. Like she's she's not taking it slow it'd be one thing if she's like listen like I'm gonna go I'm just gonna see where this goes if we fall in love and end up getting married then we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but right now Mm -hmm. let's just get to know each other she's going to Tunisia with the idea in her head like I'm gonna leave here a married woman so that's that's kind of scary I mean, I also think this is during COVID times, and it's probably incredibly hard to get a fiancé or a travel visa to the U.S., so I'm thinking that maybe her thought process is if we get married, then we're going to be applying for a spousal visa, and it'll be easier to get him over here. Um, Plus, it's really expensive and difficult to go through the visa process and then to be traveling back and forth. The travel costs and everything is probably so expensive. And that's probably a large reason why she wants to just get married, do a spousal visa, and get him to the U.S. Yeah. But it's a big risk, especially when your kids are involved. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is another beautiful woman who could find a really wonderful man in her area and another handsome man who could find a beautiful woman in his area. Um. What I do like about Hamza is he seems pretty progressive. He says that a lot of people in Tunisia believe that American women are sluts. He like straight out says that. He says he doesn't like a boring woman. And he even told his mother that if he really cares about a person, then it's not normal to have sex before marriage. So he definitely seems to have a more open idea and more progressive ideas. And his mother wasn't like, I will disown you if you have sex before marriage. So she seemed a little bit open as well, which may work out for them. Yes, just slightly, just slightly open. (sighs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to see their story too. I'm loving all of these couples so far. They're all very intriguing stories. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Let's move on to Mike and Jimena. Mike, I just want to hug him. I want to help Mike found, find a woman. Like, 
Ooh, this one's this is not tough. It. This one's tough. This is not it. Um, oh, this is going to be a fucking disaster. So uh, you you had told me when we last talked that sometimes that their journey actually ends when they do go to visit, which I wasn't aware of, that sometimes they'll go and the person will stand them up. And mm-hmm. they kind of left um, episode, was it two or three, the episode before this recent one, they kind of left it out, left that on a cliffhanger that, wow, he's going to get stood up. But then we mm-hmm. meet, what's her name? Sorry. Jimena. Jimena. We meet her um, and we see her with her two children and we hear mm-hmm. about her life. But whew, when they she... They also... Sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm just jumping ahead. But when we see... We, we understand real quick why she is involved in this. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And we see them together in their interviews. So we know that they actually meet. Um, so Mike is 34. He's from Thiels, New York. And Jimenez, 24, from Pereira, Colombia. Mike has been single for most of his life. They met on an international dating app. Jimena does not speak English. Mike only speaks a tiny bit of Spanish. So they're using the whole translator app thing. And Mike wants to go to Colombia and propose and bring her back to America to live with him, his father, and his grandfather, and Jimenez's two children in the same home in New York. He's a volunteer firefighter, which is probably the hottest thing about him. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I want to hug Mike because he just seems like such a sweet person. And he needs a sweet woman who will appreciate him. And Jimena is not it. Jimena herself tells us that she's into farmers, tattoo artists, uh, narcos, drug dealers. Um, she, I, I am judging her so hard because she has one kid uh, with one man and then she falls in love with this guy. That this is she a must love have, after lockup situation. Her, her older son she must have had when she was like uh, fifth, 16 four, or something. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, like around that age because she's still young. She's only like twenty four or something like she's that. She's twenty four right? and her son is nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she would have had him when she was what fourteen or fifteen, gotten pregnant probably. Yeah, super young. Yeah, yep. and but the second kid, like this story, blows my mind. She yes. met this guy. I think he was already in prison. He was when already she met in him. prison. Yeah. Okay. She goes to prison. They pay off the guard or something to like look the other way. She gets pregnant on purpose with this guy who a lot of people are speculating is a murderer because she says that like his uncle got in a fight or something and he stood up for his uncle and he did something so bad that he's going to be serving a lot of time. And yeah, that's what, I that's what I took it someone. from too. Yeah. Or, or like so he, you, he has like a manslaughter charge or something like that. that like that's you intentionally got. got pregnant by a murderer who's spending probably most of his life in prison and then she says, oh, he's a good dad. And it's like, bitch, he is not a fucking good dad. Okay, he's not here's even the there. Thing. I think that there are so many women like this that they don't fucking care who the father is or how involved or uninvolved the father is. Like, they just want kids. And it doesn't matter how young or how old they are. Like, they will get pregnant by anybody because they just want a fucking kid. And they're willing to do everything by themselves. I mean... 
it's selfish on the woman's part because the kid needs a father figure in their life, right? But like, oh, it's but, awful. But at the same time, like, you can't tell me you don't know women like this that are just like, I just want a fucking kid and desperate. Their, their situation yeah. sucks. Like, and like, I mean, but I, give me a break. I know, Act like I know this guy. Find someone to get her pregnant. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I know this guy, right? And he has a kid at home, and I think his girlfriend might be pregnant again I'm not sure but he literally parties every single weekend has sex with like all these girls goes (gasps) around like does cheats on her like he's always out just living his own life like he did when he was single and she's still with him like raising their kid and my friend does she know what he's doing yes yes 100% and my friend hangs out with this guy and like parties with him and stuff and she's like I don't get why she's so with him like he's such a piece of shit and I'm like because I genuinely not that I know this girl I'm not speaking for her this is just my uh conspiracy theory I wonder if she even cares yeah but that's what I'm saying I'm like there are so many women out there that don't give a fuck what their man does they just want to be alone at home with their kid and they're using the guy just as much as the guy is using them because they just want a fucking kid. That's all they want. But it's not fair to the kid. No, it's, it's not. So no, it's selfish. definitely not. But it happens. I mean, if that's the situation, then you should adopt or you should go through a sperm bank and make it to where, like, I'm your mother, I'm your only parent, and that's what it is. Instead of having this douchebag who's coming and going and he's drink, he's coming home drunk and he's cheating on the mom and they're fighting at night, like... That's not fair. If you want to raise a baby on your own, raise a baby on your own the right way, but don't get the kid mixed into this toxic, awful environment and situation. It's awful. Yes. Agreed. I don't even think it for Jimena, I don't think it's about wanting kids. I think that she just loves a bad boy and it fucking turns her on and she loves to do bad things and I think that it just was hot to her to go get knocked up by this murderer in prison and now she's raised and that's so unfair to her son now her son's gonna have to be raised without a kid yeah she's she's fucked fucked up she is fucked up yeah and then she's got this poor sweet man on the line and in one of the previews they're sitting doing the interview and she's on national television telling him that his she doesn't want to be with him because his farts stink so bad. That was literally like a preview. Yeah. And this man is probably the sweetest man on the planet who would do anything for you, who'd be a fantastic father to your kids. And even if you divorced, he'd probably still take care of your kids and adopt them and want custody like partial custody that's how sweet this man seems i pray to god that he doesn't adopt her kids like i'm sorry i really do well i honestly would hope that he would because it'd be best for the kids but um but for him though and she's going to totally treat him like shit and take advantage of him and be mean to him and cut him down and it's so sad it's this one makes me very sad yeah it's a Okay, so can we talk about all the stuff that he's bought for her? Because when oh, I yeah. saw this, yes. this, I was like, okay, now now we know why she's in it, right? Like, it's as soon as yeah. we saw this, it's like, okay, now I get it. And she, like you said, she straight up admits he's not my type. He's not the type of guy I go for. However, mm-hmm. here's 
why I'm with him. This is these these are all the things mm-hmm. that he does for me. And like she has a nice home. At first, at first she shows like a little couch. It's like a love seat type of thing. And she's like, oh, this is the couch she got for me. It's probably like you know a thousand dollar couch. But then it goes. She has a full on a brand new kitchen, like a fridge, a stove, like brand new freaking kitchen appliances and it's like like a toaster oven like yeah everything a, a dining room set that was like pink and black like that was nice that All was of her, like her furniture geez. and stuff is like nicer than a lot of our stuff like we have a yeah. ten dollar sofa in our movie room that we got from a yard sale <laughs> yeah like this girl's oh man and you can tell she lives in like a run down apartment. Like it's nothing nice. Oh, I thought it looked nice. I it, looked it looked nice, nice because of all the brand new shit she had in it, I thought. It might be nice for where she is, but he's paying her rent too. Yes. Like he's paying, he is funding her life. Yeah, she and admitted that. It was a little bit interesting. Yeah. And it was interesting to see that she lives on her own because it is not uncommon for a lot of people in other countries to live with their family until they get married. Mm-hmm. And so her living on her own with her two kids, it's probably incredibly expensive. And she's a manicurist. So it's like, how much money are you making as a manicurist? I don't see how you could really support your lifestyle. I don't even and she's think not she's practicing because of COVID. Yeah, I don't think she's even making money on it at all. I think she said that she just likes to practice on her cousin or whatever she said okay did you so that woman she was doing the nails on is her stepmother did you notice how young she was oh oh okay yes Uh well that's why I thought it was like her cousin (laughs) I thought it was like her cousin or her friend and seeing the stepmother standing next to the father there was I mean there's got to be a 30 year age gap between them like she was way younger That was kind of interesting to see, too. Um, This is going to be a total disaster. Mike's going to get his heart absolutely shattered into pieces, and it makes me really sad. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, and the preview for the next episode shows him going to the house and her entire extended family's there, and then it shows they also don't don't speak the same language, and it showed him trying to say the thing in the translator app, but then... As I said, things do get lost in translation. It's so then the family starts laughing wrong. at him and ugh, like you you need either a real translator who can speak both languages, who can explain uh-huh. or one of you needs to learn the other language or it's not going to work. Like, yeah. sorry. I agree. Ugh. Yeah, that's going to be. And let's talk about, so there's a couple that we have not met yet. So I don't even want to talk about them because we don't know what's going on with them yet. But Ella and Johnny. Ella's 29 from Idaho Falls, Idaho. Johnny is 34 from Jinan, China. Um, Ella, her family owns a ranch. So she spends a lot of her weekends on the ranch. Now I've been to Idaho Falls. It's my mom had a friend that lived there. And it's really beautiful. It's beautiful. So that was kind of cool to see. And she's completely obsessed with Asian culture. She met her Asian prince on a Facebook group that was for like white women, Asian men. It's like very on the nose, but white women, Asian men group. Yeah. That's how they met. And he lives in China. 
And I mean, her first scene is her like in cosplay with a sword up against like a, a boxing dummy type thing. And, you know, she's telling him like, I know you have the Ruby or whatever. I don't know. I, she's interesting. Um, my heart also breaks for her because she's um, she's very overweight and she struggled a lot and was very bullied in school. Can definitely relate to all of that. She's very uncomfortable in her own body. She's not happy with the way she looks. And that is a big source of, of heartbreak for her. But she's obsessed with Asia and she's in love with, Ch- with Johnny. He looks older than 34 to me in this picture. I mean, he looks like 44 to me. It's so hard to tell, too, because so far we've only seen... Yeah. Doesn't he look old there? Yeah, he looks yeah. he looks like he's in his 40s. Yeah. But it, it's but, so hard to tell know. because we haven't, like, met, met him yet. We've only ever seen, right. uh, you know, the clips of their video chats or whatever together. So... Yeah, I guess we'll see when once you see like someone's mannerisms, mannerisms and stuff like that, it's kind of easier to tell. I find, but um, mm-hmm. th- yeah, this chick. Has they a- also don't speak the same language, do they? No, he speaks English. Yeah, right? he speaks English. Yeah, yeah. Um, he speaks English. Yeah, this girl has a total like Asian fetish, which is funny. Like even when she was at the restaurant with her friends, she had the big anime tattoo. Um, I'm sure that's some <laughs> famous anime character. I don't know. I'm not in anime, but Oh, probably. I have no um, idea. And then her friend mentioned that she is married to an Asian man and Yeah, from and Thailand. Yeah, and she said to her, I know I kind of got mad because I'm the one that's supposed to like Asians, not you. And I was like, careful. <laughs> careful yeah, be careful she's people are really going after her because of the fetishization of the asian culture and asian men and um they she's referring to an ex as indian guy oh right she dated the indian guy <laughs> she and she met him in person and he didn't want to have anything sexually to do with her which Maybe he just wasn't attracted to her. She's sending these photos and the, these videos that are highly filtered. Um, good angles, of course. Of, of course, you want to present your best self. But if so, the angle thing is fine. But when you start applying so many filters that you don't even look like the same person, that's going to be a problem because you're going to have to show up in person. They're going to see what you really look like in real life. Yes. And I don't know. This is one thing that even you have said multiple times before. Like when you were Mm -hmm. bigger, you said that like, you know, you have to tell the guy, like you have to be on, well, not even just if you're big, just anyone in general, you have to be honest with how you look. Like you said, you can't be doing genuine about it. Yeah. Because, um, and you know what, as much as like, I like to laugh at these TV shows, the same with the Nicole and Azen thing, right? Like he was shocked at how much different she looked in real life and stuff like that. As much as I like to laugh, like that must suck because she even knows, like you said, like, she's like, I'm worried that once he sees me in person, it's not going to be the same. Like this has happened to me before. And it's, it's really sad, but it's like, if you're planning to meet them in person, there's only so much that you can lie about and that you can cover up. So you might as well be Mm -hmm. honest from the jump question mark. I don't know. No, you should. Well, and I, she maybe never 
never uh, expected them to meet in person. And then kind of like once you're already sending the filtered photos and the angles and this and that, you feel like you're in too deep and you can't kind of go backwards then. But Mm -hmm. it's better to just be honest at that point. You don't want someone to meet you and be disappointed. So I don't know. I've been there because I've done that. I've I've had the filters and I've met people in person. I've seen and felt the disappointment on them. And that is an awful way to feel too. So it's better to just be honest and have someone interested in who you actually are. Mm -hmm. Now, some people are showing some or like throwing some shade and some heat towards Johnny because he's saying that he will help her lose weight. He'll cook healthy for her, this and that. I don't find that offensive at all. Ella is not a woman that is saying, um, I'm completely comfortable with my body. I'm happy in my own skin. I love myself. She's someone who's saying, I am miserable. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. You know, I want to be better. He's going to help me be better. So if it were some, if she was absolutely body confident and he was coming in saying, I'm going to help you lose weight, I see how that would be an issue. But if she's saying, I want to lose weight, and he's saying, I'm going to help you lose weight, I don't see any problem with that at all, at all. Mm -hmm. If you really care about someone, you do want them to be healthy. And you can't be healthy if you're morbidly obese. So I agree with you. I don't know. I don't see any problem with that. I agree with you. It's not like this woman is uh, going back to Thousand Pound Sisters. It's not like it's a Tammy situation where it's like – right she can't do anything for herself or anything like that Um, right she's 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 still out there working on the ranch yeah she's she's perfectly capable of doing all the things for herself um but yeah Mm -hmm. if i don't i don't see that there's anything wrong with that either i guess is my final point i agree with you so i have oh and then so when she's out with her friends she reveals to them this was so much tmi um but she reveals to them that they do like they have like sexual video chats where she like fondles her breast and he plays with himself she even used her vibrator all of these vibrators (laughs) she even used her vibrator and that it's like really hard it is hard to get a good angle when you're like using i mean so i've heard but it I've heard that it's hard to get a good angle when you're using a vibrator or something because that it looks attractive and like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been there. So it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, and she ex- apparently has an extension, vi- extend, ex- ex- she has a lot of vibrators. Mm-hmm. Extensive. That's the word I'm looking for. An extensive vibrator collection. And they it talk and laugh like about she all that. kind of has a... Uh an obsessive personality if you will like when she likes something she really likes it you know she cries a lot I mean when they ask her how excited she is for Johnny to come visit her she is I'm so excited like she's very emotional um I have a prediction I don't think he's gonna come I mean, what do you we haven't seen any any clips of them side by side and in confess like in um interviews what do you think okay well the preview for next week showed him saying exactly what Asin said about nicole and that she's big a little bit like it was literally exact words which was funny to me i thought uh, he was saying that that he just knew that in general yeah I, re- I don't know if he's coming no 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 he said that just from seeing like the full body pictures of her um hmm. so yeah i agree with you maybe he does change his mind 
Um, I, I, yeah, who knows? Who knows? You're you've obviously seen the, the show a lot, so if all the hints are well, just the fact that they go ahead. I was Sorry. just gonna say if all the all the hints are there that he's not gonna come, then maybe he actually doesn't. So I mean, just the fact that they introduce them later in the show and that we haven't seen any clips of them side by side makes me think that he doesn't come. Um, but you know, I think that it's such a big deal to fall in love with someone across the world. I'm sorry. There's plenty of people within a, you know, 20 to 50 mile radius that you could fall in love with. I mean, there's just so many people out there. I don't believe in soulmates. I believe that you can fall in love with anyone. This girl um, can just, she said that she's into like cosplaying and all that stuff. This girl can just go to any freaking Comic-Con or Fan Expo, any type of convention, and she would probably meet someone within an hour. Like, oh, yeah, she could find. Yeah, she could find somebody who'd like role play with her. And um, yes, I mean, yes, they could LARP together. They could play Dungeons and Dragons together. Like, I know that she could find someone. But I mean, as far as like her weight goes, I was listening to the Pink Shade podcast Mm -hmm. and they were talking about this. And Mary Payne said, I'm going to say something really controversial and people are probably going to get so pissed at me. And she said she should just have gastric bypass. Save all the money that you're trying to spend going to China or bringing him here or whatever on visas and go get the gastric bypass and be happy with yourself. And so I wrote her a message on Instagram and I was like, I am sure you're going to get a lot of shit from saying that, but you're absolutely right. If you're so miserable with your weight and you've struggled with it your whole life, go get the, get the weight loss surgery and be who you always wanted to be and have a new life. And I'm like, I'm prime example of that. Like I am never been so happy. I have a whole new life and I my only regret is wasting a decade of my life being 240 pounds and but miserable. you're allowed to say it because you've been through it. You know, it's different for someone like yeah, me. Who- but she said she's had friends that have done the same thing and that they are total, they are so happy with the results. They have new lives. So, but yeah, I guess if you said it, somebody would probably have a fucking meltdown about it. Yeah. But you're uh, allowed, you're allowed probably to be say canceled. it. Which, by the way, have you yeah. watched the um, the new recent Thousand Pound Sisters? I haven't watched it yet. And I'm not, <gasps> like, Ryan does not want to watch it with me. I've been working. And then when I come home, I'm like, can we watch my trash TV? And I go to turn on Thousand Pound Sisters. And he's like, oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> How does he hate it? I'm like, watch it I don't. Him. Everyone I know because that's he's like, even tried to just... watch that show is like sucked in. Because it's, it's so just good. so trashy. He it, just thinks they're such garbage people. And I'm like, But that's why just... you watch it. You watch it to be like, Tammy is such a fucking bitch, man. I fucking hate her. <laughs> I know. See, but he doesn't get it. Because like he's in there watching. Like he was just watching something about. Boy reality aircraft, shows. Yeah. And he watches like. He gold, watches like gold, ancient uh, aliens. Yeah. Like he's watching like kind of. Highway Rescue. Yes, more. That's like the Canadian one. <laughs> Hi- highway Highway Rescue no, 401. It's, oh my God. Yesterday he was watching this awful, it's like some satirical thing on Netflix about, oh God. Hold on. I have to look it up now. It was so awful. 
satire documentary. It had tons of celebrities in it, and it was making fun. Uh, oh, Death to, to 2021. 2020? Yeah, they did one for Death yes. to 2020, and then they did a new one for this year, Death to 2021. Okay, Death to 2021. That's what he was watching. And I was, I was, I knew it was satire because I recognized the actors. And I was like, right. obviously, this is not a real thing. And I sat there for like 10 minutes and I was just like, I can't fucking watch this anymore. I'm turning it off because there was a point where they were talking about Simone Biles mm. and the one guy. Did you like this? Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I, ju- I just knew that they had them out. Okay. So they're watching, they're talking about Simone Biles and like they've got a, a video of some influ- some guy that's supposed to be an influencer and he's like, oh, and Simone Biles pulled out of the Olympics. You know, I guess she just didn't, she was feeling emotional and she just didn't feel like doing cartwheels that day. And I looked at Ryan and I was like, she was fucking molested by a physical therapist who was digitally raping his, like all of these young girls who were Olympians, like, and she pulled out of the Olympics to take care of her mental health. That doesn't mean she didn't fucking feel like doing cartwheels that day. I was like, this is absolutely offensive and not funny at all. Like, we don't make fun of women who've been, like, molested and preyed upon Mm -hmm. by some disgusting person who took advantage of them when they were 12 years old. That's not fucking funny. Yeah. And then they were also talking about, like, when we pull out, pulled out of Afghanistan and they showed all this uh, video of the Taliban taking over. And I'm like, oh, yeah, terrorism. That's real funny. It was really funny when people were when the Afghan people were ho- trying to grab onto the airplanes that were taking off. Yeah, that was or fucked up. when when a woman was literally pushing her baby over the fence to an American soldier, not knowing if she would ever see her baby again, but just to save her baby's life from the Taliban. I was like, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Terrorism is so fucking funny how we abandoned all these people and left them to be like murdered yeah. and tortured. Yeah. It was hilarious when that happened. And I'm like, I can't fucking watch this anymore. It's not funny. It's disgusting. Like, and I'm not one that usually gets offended by stuff, but oh my God. How does anyone think that's funny or okay to make a make something like that? Ugh. Yeah. No, I, yeah, agree, so that I agree with he you. Was, I don't even think he intentionally was watching that. I think that he was asleep and he woke up and it was on and then he was watching it. And I was like, I'm not watching this shit. But yeah, but then I'm like, I want to watch Thousand Pound Sisters. I want to talk shit about Tammy Slayton and um, cheer Amy Slayton on and see Nick or to see Chris and his voice and then imagine your impression of him when he talks that's what i want to do <laughs> you know i'm scared for i think surgery. you do such a good chris sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just don't wake up i like i like when he does that i like when oh his uh when he runs out of voice at the end the of end? his sentence <laughs> you just don't wake up. or like when he calls amy it. and he's like it. he's like hey bitch <laughs> I know. I love it. I will I watch it. Him. I'll watch it without him. But uh, that's pretty much it for 90 Day Fiance so far. The only couple that we haven't talked about is Ben, who's 52 from Michigan, and Mahogany, 
who's 24 from Peru. And we meet them next episode, um, yes. Yeah, we're going to meet them next episode. And the sneak preview makes it look like maybe she stands him up too. Right. So, and because they're being introduced so late in the story, maybe, maybe she does. I'm not sure. But we'll find out. But Um, overall, I'm loving this season so far. I'm loving this whenever you want to talk about it. I'm always down. I love this show. And um, I'm going to look into Usman's and uh, what's her name? Baby Crow Lisa. I'm going to look into them. Usman and Lisa. Yeah. What which couple are I said I was the most excited for Kim and Soja Boy. So which couple are you most excited for? Um, I'm going to say the same. I mean, oh, okay. So just to be different, I'll say Gino and Jasmine, because I think she is going to be off the rails, Mm. but I really cannot wait to see Kim on the set of Soja Boy's music video bossing everyone around. I cannot fucking wait for that. Or her laying in her moo asking why he won't have sex with her. I'm just so fucking excited. Oh my god, I love this show. Um, I I can totally see why. I I've, literally everyone is obsessed with it. So I can't. It's wait. so good. This is a great season so far. Yes. So I can't wait. Yay! All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Tell everybody where they can find you and your podcasts. Um, find my podcast, The Shore Store, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, I discuss Jersey Shore and right now I'm getting gonna get into season two of Floribama Shore recapping those episodes um, in the new year and then also find my other podcast Friends of the Countess if you're a Real Housewives of New York City fan Um, my friend David and I are re-watching those episodes now we're on season five and it's a lot of fun so yeah I want to get you on Friends of the Countess I want to get you to watch a a Real Housewives episode. Okay. Yeah. You, if you pick a good one, I will watch it. I literally, like I said before, I have not watched Real Housewives since Teresa flipped the table in New Jersey or New York or wherever. Uh, it's been a while. So if you pick a good one, I'll watch it and then it'll be fun. I'm like Perfect. a Housewives virgin. Perfect. Yeah. All right, you guys, check me out at Resting Bitch Pod on Instagram and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.